Good evening, everyone. Thank you again for joining us on another exciting episode. Welcome to the table, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in to the Will and Dave show. Uh, tonight, we don't have any content warnings, thankfully, as we're going to keep things pretty sweet and simple today. But we have a fantastic guest with us tonight. We have uh, Sam Mitchell of Autism Rocks and Rolls, which is another podcast. And we're going to have him on with us tonight. But first, let's quickly go over our sponsors before we jump into that. Uh, hold on, Will. Hold on. Hold on. What? You're on this show. I'm on this show. Sam's yeah. going to be on the show. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that one of his characteristics, a lot like ours, is no filter. Yeah. You don't think we should have had a content advisory that you may or may not let slip with something that you probably shouldn't? I might curse. Maybe. Okay, so maybe we We're should not revise that content advisory and say, Okay, okay. Maybe we might say something. I might say something. That the uh, algorithm won't like. I'm going to adjust my camera as well while you do the uh, first uh, sponsor here. Okay. So for the first sponsor, of course, as always, is Stitched by Susan. Because Stitched by Susan is like the bomb. Stitched by Susan. I'm just going to hide you. Not that I don't like you, but I don't like you because you're moving your camera. Done. The first is Stitched by Susan. And that's my wife. And I have to like her, not only because she's really cool and beautiful and awesome, except because she makes amazing quilts. And you're contractually obligated. Yeah, I am contractually obligated for better <laughs> or worse, richer or poorer. And you will? Who would you like to pick of the remaining two? Oh, well, I would love to uh, highlight Kelly and Dottie Hardy, who, through their uh, generous donation, funded this lovely microphone you see before you, so I can hide my face. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, they've been long time, both, uh, emotional and financial sponsors of the show. And so we're very appreciative to them and their contributions and support. And last but not least, Rafter G Land and Cattle Company, uh, for just hanging with us and being cool with us because not a lot of people are cool with us <laughs> <laughs> or cool like us, which is even more important. So later true, on the show, true. we'll talk a little bit more about other opportunities for sponsorship. But without further ado, we're going to bring in Sam Mitchell into the show. Hey, Sam, how's it going, my man? Hey, man, I'm doing good. I hope you guys are doing good today as well. I'm glad to be yeah, here. We forgot to introduce his mother as well. She's here, and we are forgetful people. So I have an excuse because I'm Me. old. What's your excuse for forgetting, Will? See, I'm allowed to forget because I'm old. I don't know if allowed is quite the right word. You get away with it. Okay, so welcome to the show, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> so a few weeks ago, I got this message on Facebook that said, hey, are you interested in having me on your show? And I didn't recognize the name. There's this guy by the name of Sam Mitchell. And I'm like, who's Sam Mitchell? So I YouTube and I Google and I see who is Sam Mitchell. And I can't find much. I'm like, and all of a sudden, I realized I spelled your name wrong. That's why I couldn't find anything. <laughs> it takes an old man to mess up Sam Mitchell, except with one L instead of two. You know, it it happens. And so I said, sure, we'd love to have you on the show. I'm not sure how the YouTube and Facebook algorithms match us up, but we're very happy that they did, Sam. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be here. 
So I have a question for you, Sam. Okay. So I'm old. I'm forgetful, as you saw. And I know nothing about wrestling. I know a little <laughs> bit about rock and roll. And I, I know even less than nothing about autism. And so everything that I learned, I learned as I've been researching since you asked to be on the show. So I'm wondering if you would educate us about... Let's begin with autism, as that's that's a serious topic this evening. And every once yeah. in a while, you can you can throw in a monkey wrench with wrestling, and that'll confound us. Yeah, if you want to start by just telling us, you know, you, you know about yourself. Start from the beginning. Okay, sure, I can do that. So, I'm Sam Mitchell. I run a podcast called Autism Rocks and Rolls, and it's about autism, how we cope with daily struggles, and. Uh, that's basically my life. I started podcasting a little over two years ago in October 2019. I'm a senior at East at our high school, and I'm from Indiana, and I uh, like dogs. That's a good thing to like. Love dogs. Actually. And pit bulls. And wrestling. And wrestling. And not hockey. Not hockey. I'm sorry, buddy. It's okay to not like hockey. It's very okay to not. As a Canadian, it's okay to not like hockey. Yes, sir. See, there we go. Yeah. You have one convert, Sam. <laughs> so what? what's it like as a kid in high school with autism? Okay. So that's a broad question. Would, but I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, I, that's fine. So that's, what is it like? That is a great question, actually. I must give you that. Well... To me, it is just living life in a different way and some other seniors slash freshmen slash sophomores slash juniors and slash the teachers. It's living it's living differently and living my way. And can I can I say something about that? Um, Absolutely, please do. Just as his mom, like when he says he's living differently, um, that's kind of how we view autism, and that's um, is is my opinion. And I've never tried to push my opinion on Sam, but we've always treated Sam like Sam, and mm. um, autism is just a very small piece of him. And right. I, I, it, it, I mean, it doesn't define him. No, 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 absolutely not. But you know, yeah. if he uses it to define him, then he can. But mm. he doesn't have. And so he has, he has never been ashamed and I've never, I've never been ashamed of him and there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's, it's simple brain wiring. That is what autism is. When he was in my womb, he, his brain and the brain wiring developed in a particular way, just like my brain developed a particular way. And his just happened to fit the definition of autism. And mm -hmm. so he, he, he has autism, but it's just how his brain is wired. Um, I know mm -hmm. on the screen, I will say this on, um, whenever you guys were doing the questions, uh, I, I did notice that it said autism is treatable. Mm. It doesn't need, doesn't doesn't need, need treatment. Treatable. I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. Yeah, nothing. He doesn't need to be treated. Um, mm. He does need to be fixed. He's not broken. Nothing, I'm good, man. Nothing's wrong with Sam. Does Sam have challenges 
Absolutely. Like we have had very hard days in our lives, but everybody does. I, I, yeah, I don't absolutely. know a person that doesn't, you know, so, so that's kind of when he said, I, it's, I, I'm just living life a different way. Mm-hmm. I think that's really what it is. It's just, you know, you live your life away because of your brain wiring. You live mm-hmm. your life away because of your brain wiring. I do. And, you know, we don't even use the word disability in our house. Right. Because dis means can't. And there are things that Sam can't do. But there's a lot of things that I can't do. Matt is an example. (laughs) Yeah, Matt is. Right there with you, buddy. If we get technical about it, everybody has a disability. We're all disabled. Sam's not disabled. I was just going to say, like, I equate it less to being a disability and more to just a, a a descriptor almost like a person is tall or a person has a certain hair color or a person is strong or or weak or has bad knees it doesn't define them in their entirety it's just one little facet of who they are and it's not a yeah, negative absolutely. it is just a thing right it is it's not a negative at all um but, you know autism is a spectrum and so mm-hmm. you know sam is very high on the spectrum he has asperger's um but you know the people people that are lower functioning, you know, parents might have a different opinion because they really are, I don't want to say disabled, but they really, I don't even know how to say it. They really can't do a lot of things because of the condition of autism. Right. But the, the challenges yeah. are greater. It's just the challenges are greater. There's things that Sam can do because he has autism. So autism mm-hmm. is also an ability. Um, he interviewed uh, his friend, our, well, he's become our friend, Armani Williams, who is the first NASCAR driver to openly say that he's autistic. And Sam was able to have him on his show. That's and fantastic. When we, it was amazing. But when we were talking to Armani, Armani said, I am a race car driver because I have autism. When he, stra- when he gets in the car and he straps in with his seatbelt, he is 100% hyper, super focused on the road. There's nothing else going on. And, not, and that's what autistic mm. people do. And so had, had he not had the, if he didn't have the brain wiring that he had, he doesn't feel like that he would be so successful with, with driving. So it all is perception and all how you look at it. I think. Mm-hmm. So I have to say, I'm listening to this and I have a little bit of a, of an argument of a beef because because I'm old and I'm not treatable either. There's no treatment for that disease. And, and there are lots of people who call me unabled or disabled, and one of them's on the other side of the picture. <laughs> what? I would never. So I'm a little bit jealous of you, Sam. <laughs> no, and I we always say, um, you know, like. No, the word normal it's right. not even in the dictionary yeah we were i'm i always told sam i'm not really sure what normal is that, but i'm pretty too, sure i'm not you're too so. you're too much of a goofball to be normal <laughs> <laughs> i think so you're i think you're a wacko sometimes well i've been a goofball my whole life sam where did you get that from i wonder sam will tell you but i also you ask my students and they'll Sometimes I'll do things in class and they don't even flinch anymore. Like they don't even, like they'll be a new student come in and I'll do something and they're just like looking around the room and the kids are like, that's what she does. Like you just have to, you're just going to have to get used to it. 
Well, I love it. Oh, yeah, sometimes she's not, she did, she tried to do the shoot dance in class. Yeah, I tried to do the dances, and I'm getting old too. So, um, and what happened? I hurt my back whenever I was doing the shooting. I literally, I, I literally hurt my back and I had to almost go to the chiropractor because my back hurt so bad. That is so awesome. It's like, yeah, as you say, normal is a is a, a terrible descriptor. I, th- I think normal is just a a narrow box that kind of shifts with with the time in society, and, a, and we use it too easily. I think because yeah, I, I, I don't think, don't think most of us exist within that box. Yeah, I don't think it's fair. Like I don't think yeah. the word normal is fair. I'm like, who gets to decide that? Exactly. I mean, exactly. Should, nobody should be able to decide that. I mean, nobody has that role. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's just not a thing. So. Yeah, even the presidents get to determine that, and especially the president. <laughs> oh, I should have said that. Sorry. No, oh, that, that, no, this is the right show to say that on, Gina. Say, absolutely. How dare you get political on this show? <laughs> you don't want to no president. <laughs> there you go. Way to cover your butt there, Sam. Way to make the algorithm happy. Whoa. <laughs> it's one thing in looking. In reading this afternoon, I was doing a little bit of research for the quiz thing, and I, w- the one line that stuck out to me, and it's, I forget who said it. They said, "If you have met, how did it go? It, if you have met a person with, with autism, the only thing that you can say is you have met a person with autism. There's no characteristic it." There's no normal, there's no anything. And I think that you can apply that to every one of us. Mm-hmm. If you meet a Will, you've met a Will. If you've met a Dave, you've met a Dave. There's no... We're all people. Yep. We're all human beings. Yeah, for me, I'm a, I'm a lizard person, according to Alex. <laughs> <laughs> a few of us are older and more forgetful, right, Sam? <laughs> yeah. You also went to wrestling, Sam. Yes, sir. And I, I was on the phone with William this morning, and I said, Will, you need to find something about wrestling, because I said, I am so ignorant that it hurts. <laughs> I want to I I be clear here. He is so ignorant that he sent me down looking at wrestling as the like Olympic sport, not professional wrestling <laughs> as the entertainment. <laughs> I was looking up the wrong information. As it's like, I should have just said that was my fault. I should have said professional wrestling. No, that's it. I googled professional wrestling verbatim, and that's ex- I got WWF, The Rock, all that good stuff. That was okay. the stuff I needed in the first place. And I do actually know a little bit about that because I am a fan of Dwayne Johnson or The Rock, and I do smell what The Rock's cooking. What's he cooking? I'm going to call BS on that because I could send you a screenshot of what I sent him and it says pro wrestling in the text. Yeah, but when we were, when we were talking a few days ago, I, am I was innocent. like, does he, I was talking, does he mean WWF or does he mean like like wrestling, like the, the sport wrestling or the entertainment wrestling? And you're like, well, I'm pretty sure it's the sport. Any it is sport. a sport. Isn't it a sport, Sam? It's a sport. Thank you. But it is a sport. I mean, it is. It is as well. But I mean, like the uh, like, like, uh, arm locks and stuff. Yeah, I guess. I can't. I think, well, I can't think of the word. You all are like kind of embarrassed because you, you know, you well, not embarrassed, but you're saying you don't know a lot about wrestling. Right. 
but I'm embarrassed because of how much I know. Because of me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Definitely knows more than me, but not much. So I know... In hockey, there is Wayne Gretzky or Bobby Orr. These are the big names. Who is the greatest of all time in wrestling? Well, it's about favorite. I'll get into that. But the greatest I know, I think, is The Undertaker. Okay. Mm. And why is that? I've heard that name. So why is that? He's immoral. He's classic. He was the right timing for it. And he's wrestled for since 1990. He retired last year. How that's old a, is he? That's a long haul. 2020, whatever 2020 minus 1990 is. Uh, how old is he? Yeah. I would say he's, at, we looked it up the other day because we were curious. He was like, he's like in his mid 50s, I want to say. Wow. So, yeah. So I can yeah. be a wrestler, is what you're saying? Don't get your hopes <laughs> up, Dave. Right. I'm going to suck off the top well, I will say with wrestling, from a parent standpoint, you know, Sam started getting into, and he was diagnosed with autism when he was four. Okay. Um, so we knew that he was, and then we kind of, I being a teacher, I had had some kids in my class with autism. So I, I wasn't surprised when we got the official diagnosis because of some of the behavior, behaviors he was having or doing. But, um, uh, oh, I lost, completely lost my train of thought. Again, another proof of being old. <laughs> <laughs> Will loves you right now, Sam. I tell you. Oh, she. Oh, I, I take our place. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. I remember. <laughs> I know what I was gonna say. So, um, whenever he, whenever he was little, he got into. You know, I knew like people that that were on the autism spectrum. I knew that they could like really get into something and then know everything about it, whether it be dinosaurs mm. or whether it be like baseball. He has a good friend who knows, what is it? That All the World series. series. He can tell you anything about the World Series, anything. Wow. Like every World and how Series it ended. and how it ended. And so he has autism. Um, but when Sam started liking wrestling, my husband and I were like, well, let's, you know, it, he'll watch it for a while, but I mean, he's 18 and he's in, <laughs> into it, you know, even more. Um, but he can, you want to show him what you can do with the WrestleMania? Oh, yeah, sure. So Sam has this, has this, let me move on. Sam has this skill where, I don't know which way you need to go. Sam has this skill where um, there are 36 WrestleManias. And if you tell him a number between 1 and 36, he can tell you every, okay, he can tell you every single thing about about that match. Okay, I'm going to go first. WrestleMania yep. 12. Okay. Red Hart versus Shawn Michaels and Iron Man match for the wrestling uh, belt. Happened was they went overtime. They decided to restart the match. Shawn hit with the sweet chin music, which is a super kick or a sidekick. One, two, three. You got a new champion. Yay. Your turn, Will. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with 27. 27? Okay. John Cena versus The Miz for the WWE Championship. Rock decided to be an, an idiot and cost John Cena the match, and Miz won when no one thought he would. Four. Okay. Randy Savage versus Ted DiBiase. There was a tournament for um, the wrestling belt. This is the first ever. And a Hulk Hogan interfering and hit um, 
Eddie Yossi is back with a chair and then hitting him with the flying elbow drop. One, two, three, new champion again. Okay, so I'm coming back on the screen because I have a question for you. So one of the warnings or the recommendations in my research this afternoon is never to compare a person with autism to the movie Rain Man. But when you do something like that, it's pretty freaking scary. <laughs> what else can I do? Impressive is the word I would use. It's amazing. I mean, literally, if you mix up the 36, he can hopefully the um, first time soon. Well, and he used to, he can still do. Can you still do the ABCs? He can, he used to be able to say the ABC oh, yeah. backwards as quick as he could say it forwards. I don't know if he can still do that. I, I can try. Okay, I'm putting you on. Let's see you try it. All right, Z, Y, X, V, W, V, U, T, S, R, Q, P, O, N, M, L, K, J, I, H, G, F, E, D, C, B, A. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you my master skill <laughs> as soon as I get my fat butt on the camera. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, oh, nine, wow. eleven. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> I get the double digits. I get lost, man. I would I would I would be embarrassed if it wasn't true. <laughs> I. <laughs> I'm walking around the house this morning. I'm complaining about I was talking with Will and we were we were discussing the show. And in the middle of the conversation, I, I begin to talk about our other son, whose name is Alex. Only I never changed names. I kept I kept calling Alex <laughs> Will. And I'm just ripping him. How can you do this? You're not supposed to be able to do oh. this. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm calling him My Will. My her grandson's names all the time, so I'm totally used to it. She's like, oh, I don't know, Sam. I'm sorry. Isn't <laughs> she Hey, 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 kid. It works yeah. every time. Hey, hey kid. That's, that's <laughs> hey, me. Um, older kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're also into rock and roll music? Yep. Good choice. Yes, sir. Good choice. Who's your favorite band? Uh, uh, it's a tie. I have to say ACDC and Nickelback. Those are the top two. Nickelback. I'm surprised to hear that one in the mix. A Canadian classic. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look who tuned in, Will. Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Mr. Van and Hoople, he's our Tim. he's our number one fan. I, I keep I get worried with him every now and then because I'm afraid it's going to turn into a Stephen King movie and he's going to lock <laughs> us up in his basement and make us produce <laughs> shows for him, you know. <laughs> now, see, I have I I have this conversation with my, my wife every now and then. I don't have any problem with people loving Nickelback, even though I don't necessarily love Nickelback, because they're like, people complain that Nickelback is like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That they're quote unquote basic. And I don't have a problem with that. I treat it like like comfort food. Music doesn't have to be complex to be enjoyable. Yeah, I agree. Music is music, man. That's how I Exactly. Music, music. You like what you like. And Nickelback is really easy to like. We have a really good family friend. Actually, is her is her episode out now? Which one? Megan's. Yeah. So the last episode he just did, um, we have a really good family friend, and she has such a different response to Nickelback. Like when Sam says that <laughs> he loves Nickelback, she'll be like, "You need not listen to that. That's trash. Stop listening to that." <laughs> like, she does not hold back. So I was just making I was just making face out of it. 
we uh with her we get along well but we think we're right all the time i was equated to like to like a, a, a junk food you know you might you might think that junk food is trash but we almost all eat it and we almost all enjoy it regardless yeah. So even if you don't like Nickelback, you have to admit that people must like it for a reason. There's a reason they're so popular. Sam. It's basic. It's basic fan. That's a good way to describe it, yeah. Can't Sam, deny it. I just want to say bad. this. I believe that he just called Nickelback junk food. To your face. Hey, <laughs> Dad. Did you not go to Chick-fil-A just recently? On that side of the screen called Nickelback junk food. And I like junk food. <laughs> Even if I don't love Nickelback, I like junk food. Junk food, Nickelback, same thing. Who loves it, right? <laughs> William, you are the biggest ass kisser in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so full of crap, my eyes are brown. Uh, they're not. They're blue, aren't they? Mine are hazel, so they might be oh, very tired. I'm, really I'm a good company. I'm hazel, too. Oh, that's why you're full of crap in the family. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> so we're moving down the list of things you're into. And the other one, you're in into Taekwondo. Yep. Ooh. And not only that, except your mother is almost a black belt in... Krav Maga, self-defense fight. Ooh, Krav Maga is good. So is that where if somebody hits you, you can hit them back harder? Is that that kind of self-defense? Yes. yes. Except we're not going to use it just to, we're not going to use it to suplex you or anything. We're not going to make a punch. Well, my trainer said, you know, you should never use any kind of, any kind of um, martial art unless, you know, you really are like fighting for your life or if I were fighting for Sam's life. Right. Um, that's the only time that I would use it. Um, but yeah, I got to where I was, you know, I, we were doing some jujitsu. Um, we were doing... All kinds of because Krav Maga kind of steals from all of the other martial mm -hmm. art mm -hmm. and brings it together. But yeah, I was getting to where I could. Um, I don't know if I can now because I might have a messed up knee and I'm older. But um, as far as when I was in class, I was getting to where I could take down like 250 pound men um, just because I learned the technique and I was able to do it. So, I William, you and I are both safe. <laughs> oh, oh no, no, you're not. She'll use our own son. Yeah. She will use our own son. I ask, like, show me a move. That's probably the scariest thing I've seen in my life. So you see, if you notice, I left all that until the end after the co-host on the other side over there, after he called your favorite move at junk food. <laughs> see, he didn't know that you could beat the crap out of him. There's <laughs> lots of people that could beat the crap out of me. I am... I have the. the oh, good luck, people too. I'll, I'll admit, man. He actually, Sam's actually almost a second degree black belt, but. Oh wow. Before he got it, he just he had. I got tired of it. I needed something yeah. new in my life. He had done it that for way. five or six years. We both did, and we both. Mm -hmm. I hurt my knee, and then he just was like, "I gotta take. I gotta stop," because he had just done it for so long. So he almost got to a second degree. So yeah. what is it about sports? Now you see we're taking. Which is a video game. <laughs> I do my Tekken training now. There you go. So what got you into podcasting? Okay. So in our um, in our um, area, there's a hospital, a big hospital. It's called Riley Hospital. 
And um, our school had like the first annual dance marathon, which is like where you dance and you, there's a lot of activities. There were some sumo suits where I actually wanted to get my Taekwondo train came in, came in there. But um, anyway, that's beside the point. My, um, I saw people carrying mics and cameras, like some of my classmates. I thought, well, what are they doing? So then I asked them, um, um, the person who ran it, he said, okay, we'll get you in. Just join next year. There's a lot of projects in the works. So I was like, okay, join next year. That's where I found the podcast. And we have our own school's podcast called Thundercast. So I decided eventually that, you know, I'm going to do something different than the Thundercast. You know, I still want to do it, Grant. I don't want to be like, ew, screw Thundercast. No, 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 no. I want to be like, let's do something new. Let's make a homemade podcast. So that's when I decided where Autism Rocks and Rolls came in. And this over here, the English teacher side of her came in where um, she said, what do you want the purpose to be? And I thought, because we got travels initially, but don't know why. I flipped it for some reason. It's time to make it about autism. And now, since then, my goal is to get the stigma off of autism. I think we're safe, though. I've, I've recovered. Oh, oh, the joys of live TV. There's no editing live. This will all be cut yeah. out of the finished thing that goes on YouTube. Yeah, there goes there goes my Lego on my desk, but the camera's back in place. We're, we're safe. You got a Lego? What the heck? You got a Lego for me? Oh, yeah. No, dude. There's no way I'm having a computer desk without my Millennium Falcon. Oh, uh, and my little Kylo Ren. There's no way I'm not having them on my desk. Man, we're trying to do this really high-class, high-end show, Will. <laughs> and I'm showing off my Lego collection. <laughs> and my desk, apparently. And my floor. And my shoulder. So, Sam, so you got into the school podcast. That's where we sort of, the show went to hell in a handbag there for a second. So. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I was, what he was saying was um, when he was trying to decide what his topic was going to be, it was going to be about traveling because he really likes to travel. Right. And that um, I said, and that was fine. You know, he could have done that. But then when we got to talking, I was like, well, you know, you got to figure out what your purpose is. Are you trying to entertain people? Are you trying to educate people? What, what are you doing? And then, um, and I said, what are you passionate about? Like, what do you really, really, what, what's some things that you really want to talk about? And then it just kind of came up with, well, I mean, I live with autism every day. Like we, we do that, like as a family, like, you know, he lives it and then we help him. So that's kind of where it came from. And it just, it got much bigger. It has gotten much bigger than we ever anticipated, dreamed it would. I never, mm -hmm. I never thought. Yeah. I thought it was going to be first like a few hits or a few downs. Like, okay, cool. Got a little pat on the back. Right now, you've got nah, 2020 now, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's really he's impressive. Had, he's had, besides the NASCAR driver, I don't know. Also, he, oh, yeah, I've had um, some guests I've had, we'll get into, which is um, Simon Majumdar. He is the first, he's not the first, but he's an Iron Chef judge who was on like Cutthroat Kitchen, um, Iron Chef America. He's judged on some shows, but. Guys, grocery games, yeah. But he but he plays for autistic charities and he has a nephew. Not a nephew. Yeah. Nephew, yeah, who has autism and he's very supportive of it. Um, I've had Mandy Harvey, who was the fourth runner up on America's Got Talent in the twenty seventeen season, who was deaf. And um, mm -hmm. I've also I've also had James Durbin, who is the um, 
fourth runner-up on American Idol in the 2011 season. He has autism, but also Tourette's syndrome. And the biggest one, Temple Grandin, who is the biggest autistic advocate in the world, who has changed the agricultural in many ways I can't describe. My Taekwondo mm. instructors, who I have, and Peter Lance, who is a video game developer who also has autism. Right. That's really, that's genuinely fantastic that you managed to gather that many people together and, and talk about talk about how you guys function on a, on a day-to-day basis. As you say, that, that destigmatizes it really effectively, just having conversations about it and making it more uh, easily accessible knowledge to the general public, like yeah, myself, who doesn't know Well, I think, too, mm-hmm. I, think, um, I think that whenever, you know, he has these guests on there that have these challenges, but then they're so successful, I just mm-hmm. think that that message the destigmatizing autism becomes easier to evoke you know they have to change the agriculture brandon i mean i don't know if you guys are familiar with her or not but she was i couldn't believe she called me back she called me on my cell phone well tell that story passed out because i could not believe it but she wanted to come on and you know, like educate people too, like, like Sam. Mm-hmm. So, um, but she completely changed the whole cattle agricultural industry. Yeah. She has a lot her. of things with cows. Yeah. And she's, <laughs> it's, it's, um, you have to, you have to Google her. Temple Grandin is, she's phenomenal. I will. It's one of those, those things where maybe the fact of autism sort of opens windows. It does. You meet one person, you have it's something, it's a feature about your life. It's not a disability, as you said. It's just a, something that you live with. And it's become a positive force, not a negative force. And I, th- I think that that's mm-hmm. incredible. That I, I think that it is becoming a positive force, but I think that we still have a long way to go. Oh, um, yeah. And, and I think that people like Sam and that has his has his podcast, you know, in the whole scope of the whole world, it's just one tiny dot. But if, if everybody does those things, then Sam's changing the world. Mm-hmm. Sam's changing the world like like Armani Williams is when he gets in that NASCAR. Um, mm-hmm. That's I just feel like it's so it, it, they, they're all on the same mission. They all mm-hmm. have the same mission. Like, yes, I have autism, but look at what I can do. Like, yeah. I can write. Yeah. 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 I, I that, 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 rep- that representation of people who have really gone above and beyond and made major strides in whatever their chosen field is, that representation is, is, is a great indicator to both people like myself who just don't know very much about autism. But also, I, I imagine that it's also incredibly encouraging to, to younger people who have autism to be able to, to look at those people. And now you've given them uh, another way to connect with those stories and those people's lives to see them and to be able to look up to them and to, to be encouraged by that. And I think that, 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 that has a lot of value. So if I could ask one question, Sam, and I mean this educationally, if you had the microphone you know, to the whole world and you could say anything to anybody anywhere, what would it be? And what would it, what would it be about? Would it be about autism? Would it be about wrestling? Would it be about music? And I'm serious. I mean, maybe your goal is not to change the world for autism. Maybe 
I had, if you had a mic in the world, yeah. the one thing I'd probably say is be nice, honestly. Be nice to, or don't be stupid. That, that's don't what be stupid, those, stupid. Sam, you are so much my friend right now. <laughs> don't be stupid. I mean, I don't give you a lot worse than that, though, believe me. Well, I just love that he said be kind. I mean, that is like, mm. as an educator and as a mother, be nice, be kind. or be nice, be kind. That is just my whole, that is like my whole life motto. I, I Sam and I have talked a lot. If, if everybody would just be nice to each other, you know how much this world would change. <laughs> a little bit of kindness is, is is the bedrock of social change. Oh yeah, I feel like kindness sometimes is going away these days. Yeah, unfortunately. See you. Uh, see, I, I like the stupid part. I, I used to have a T-shirt. <laughs> William might remember this. Never underestimate the power of stupid people in large numbers. You got it. Why do I remember that? I don't know, but I do. So I like the "don't be stupid" part. That would be my my takeaway. I, I'm just really impressed with you, Sam, with just your voice, taking your your voice and saying, I'm going to do something with it. Thank you. And um, something else I did recently, yeah. um, I will, if you want to, is I did a TED Talk. Yes, I wanted oh, to hear right. about that. I need to watch that. Yeah, it's not available yet. It's not available, so don't don't worry about okay. that. Okay. We'll be here in a few months. But yeah, he did a, I did a TED Talk job. with a lot of other people. That's awesome. A lot of eighth graders. Yeah, it was a, they called it, it's out of uh, Bloomington, Indiana. Um, mm-hmm. And they have a TEDx there. And um, so, yeah, he, he did that. It was a youth summit and they had never done it with middle school kids and high school, middle school and high school. Both, and they just brought kids together and they did a phenomenal job. I, and it was virtual. It was the first virtual uh, TEDx that they had done in this area ever, um, and it ended up being fantastic. So it was good. Well, I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, I, I can't wait. Again, uh, I will. Add I did that over on uh, autism, duh, as you can figure, and um, why we need structure in our life. Hmm. Okay, well, I just lost you... all respect for you right there. What I like my breakfast at eleven life? o'clock. Oh my god. You know, that could technically be structure too. Structure can be yeah, where you need it. That is very structured. Set alarms are structure. Eat breakfast every morning is part of structure. The bathroom's part of structure, I'll tell you that. Well, it is. Okay, you're working your way back into my graces, Sam, by saying I can have a loose structure. I'm happy now. <laughs> oh, bathroom. Structure. You gotta let it go at some point. <laughs> So Sam, we really want to have you back on this, on the show. I really enjoyed having you here. This has been, it's been educational for me about wrestling, about rock and roll, (laughs) even though our tastes are very similar. I'm a little more in the eighties and you're a little more on the seventies bands. It sounds like, but that's okay. I can forgive you. And the junk food. And well, that's, that's where you and William are connecting. I'm, I'm still, yeah, boy. I like celery <laughs> and those sorts of things. So, so we're, I'm gonna lose you on the junk food. I'm just surprised that William compared your favorite movie to junk food, and you didn't. I think that's a compliment. I understand completely. Thank you. He understands what I meant. He's listening to what I mean, not to what I say. So yeah, so we just want to really uh, thank you for coming on this show and giving us a larger audience because <laughs> your audience is much larger than ours, and we appreciate that. 
for me, I just I, I can't thank you guys enough for for coming on and, and providing a little more context and understanding for for me. Yeah, of course, man. You're welcome. And if you guys want back, just give me a holler. I'll I'll be around. Let us know. You have our contact info now. Let us know when that a uh, 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 TED talk is released because we'll absolutely plug that on on every social media we have because I would love for more people to see that. And our eleven uh, followers will be sure to know. <laughs> You know what? When it comes out, maybe we'll be up to 15. <laughs> maybe Tim will tell us. I'll make sure we get more followers. I'll make sure of that. <laughs> Thank you. Had a blast. That was absolutely so fantastic and amazing. Mm. I I want to... I'm just amazed. I I sit there and you look at a kid who's gone through life there, there are two ways of looking at that. Mm-hmm. You can look at it as, you know, oh, it, it's hard, it's miserable, I got to live through life with autism. Or you can say, you know, I don't have autism. I'm, I'm a kid who has doesn't autism. Have it. it's, a, it's just that autism doesn't define him. Yeah, I have a nose, he has autism. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think he has a nose too, but yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think... If, Amongst all the other amazingly positive takeaways from that that whole conversation with them, uh, I I, I want to reemphasize his "be nice" comment that that is such a cornerstone of of what the world needs right now. Yeah, um, and also we we could not have asked for a more positive interaction and experience with our first guests that we don't know. Like they are the first people we've had on the show that we don't personally know, and. For it to be such an incredibly positive and fun interaction, I think, is setting the bar real high for future guests and also fills me with confidence going forward as well. Well, it makes me realize how freakishly old I am. Uh, I know. (laughs) Sucks, doesn't it? (laughs) So, Will, I promise we would do one more of our sponsorship opportunities. Before the, mm, end of the show. Yes. Oh, now you hey, get look, two of there's me. two of you. Well, hello. So this isn't really a sponsorship, but buymeacoffee.com slash the Will and Dave show. If you'd like to support the podcast uh, monetarily with a small one-time donation of, I believe it ranges anywhere from like three to five dollars. Uh, you know, the same as buying us a coffee, except we will probably try to spend it on fancy cameras instead. Or mugs. That's a quick little teaser of the, the merch ideas we're, we're toying with right now. We're talking about merch because talking you two can be as cool as this old man having a having a coffee with my ugly silhouette on one side. Maybe maybe some of those donations will go to a better ad campaign too. And William's ugly mug on the other side. <laughs> you get three ugly mugs for the price of one. Oh, snap. Come good, on. Good one, Will. <laughs> Salesman Will here. There you go. Three ugly mugs. I I never thought of that, Will. You get that quickness from your mother. <laughs> That'll go on the website, you know, when when you know, the Will and Dave show mug. Three ugly mugs for the price of one. Yeah. That'll be on the website. Yeah. So I just wanna I just wanna give a a uh give a shout out to to all of you who tune in every week. It it's been it's been reassuring for Will and I. Mm. 
I look at get the listens on the podcast, you know, and we're up about a one a day are downloading our podcast, and I'm thinking that's like our average is more than that. It mm-hmm. it's eight downloads a week, and I'm like, who wants to listen to us? You know, like, yeah. we really want to say thing, thank like, you for that. People, I've been reading a whole bunch of memes recently with this whole second wave of lockdowns being like, ah, COVID lockdowns really rough, but at least you didn't start a podcast. And going into this, my my biggest fear with doing the podcast wasn't necessarily, you know, are we going to do well or is it going to be awkward or whatever? But it was that when we have that initial launch, obviously friends and family are supported by nature. And so they would check it out. But then, you know, we'd get like that burst of views and then everyone would just stop caring. But it hasn't happened. People are tuning back in regularly. And that is the most fantastic feeling for for us, for for me creating it, is that right. we're creating something that's good enough that people are coming back to watch it and to check it out more than once. They Return are. viewership is is very meaningful, especially from friends and family who have put up with our crap for plenty long enough. <laughs> and your audio is really laggy. And so you know what? I think that is an awesome opportunity to end to the wish show. everybody a good night. So on behalf of William and I, because he's all laggy, I'm going to wait for his tagline and we're going to hang up on you guys. Uh, stay safe and don't die.